Welcome to Movie Time Machine, your retro movie review podcast where we take movies from the past and we live them in the present. This week's topic is not a movie, but we're going to talk about the year 2021 in review, where we will talk about, or it'll be a Movie Time Machine reflection on entertainment in the year 2021. I'm your Time Machine host, Chad, and I want to introduce you to my co-host. It's been too long, guys. I haven't been doing this a lot lately, but first I want to introduce you to our living encyclopedia of movie knowledge and NES card collector. It's James. I think I watched 43 movies that came out in the year 2021, which also makes me sad. That's hmm. a lot. That's a lot of new movies, I guess. But I don't know. How'd everybody else do? <laughs> <laughs> and next, he's our lovable, huggable teddy bear, Mr. YouTube himself. It's Casey. Hold on, did you just say 43? Lord almighty. Yeah, it seemed like a lot. Or am I just, are you just making fun of me now? Whoa! I think I had like <laughs> over 30 that I had watched. Okay, so that's not totally crazy. I mean, but I, mean, I thought like almost the entire MCU. Yeah, I suppose. No, no, hold on, hold on. That's your movie count of the year or movies that came out in 2021? Movies that came out in 2021. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. that's different. That's different because you watched other movies that didn't come out in 2021. Correct, well. which lead me to believe that like mm. that number is mm. significantly higher for the yep. year, but it is what yeah. it is. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. you have Lazy Sundays and you can kick a whole Harry Lord Potter Almighty, marathon. I bow to you, my dude. I bow to you. <laughs> And finally, he's our living encyclopedia of survivor knowledge and lover of the great British baking show and still can't find any time to watch The Mandalorian. And we're going to spoil it for him tonight. It's Jamie. All right. I went to the theater twice in 2021, (laughs) which is two more times than I did in 2020. Boom. (laughs) Yeah, I think I went... Did I go two times? Yeah, I saw Sing 2 and Dune. Yeah, Sing 2 and One of those is nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) I do remember that my first movie that I saw in the theater after like things reopened a little bit pandemic style was Snake Eyes, the G.I. Joe movie, which I was like, God, I really don't want this to be my first movie that I haven't seen or that I'd saw in the theater in a year, but what do you do? A friend's home uh, from Saudi Arabia where he teaches and he's like, hey, you want to go see this movie? And I'm like, I guess you're only home for a couple weeks. So, hey, whatever you want, man. <laughs> man, that's like it's like losing your virginity to a blow up doll. I was on the same <laughs> wavelength. <laughs> wow. Of course you oh. were, Jamie. Sometimes the exactly. first time isn't always as special. <laughs> first time back from COVID. Let's go to Snake Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm like oh my god i it should have been something more epic but then also i go over the movies i did see in the theater which it, it's only there's only seven i guess and uh there's only like two of them on there that i would have been proud to be like yeah that's the ones i saw in the theater and it was probably either between spider-man no way home and Encanto. no hold on i want to slither back to snake eyes one more second <laughs> did you at least did you at least get popcorn while you were oh, oh i did it up i did i did uh okay. you know Popcorn pop. Yeah, and like mics or whatever. Yeah, you're good. Mike and I. Hashtag worth it. One more (laughs) question, James. How much... So your buddy lives in Saudi Arabia or came from there. 
a how much does a movie cost to how how much does it cost to go see a movie in saudi arabia do we know and uh, is snake eyes available to see there uh you know i don't have an answer for you on that i mean i feel like any movie available in the theater at least three weeks afterwards is available somewhere streaming um and i'm guessing in saudi arabia i bet he's just got some sort of website you can watch all this garbage on uh you know let me see you know there's a time difference i'm gonna text him right now i'm gonna see if he i'm gonna see what the price of a movie is and if he's able to because i don't feel like he sees any movies like in the theater per se when he's there my buddy from germany came to visit he was here during when inception was in the theaters and we went to see it and i'd already seen it twice in the theaters i went for the third time to go with him because he hates watching them in Germany because they're all dubbed or like poorly dubbed and he speaks fluent English. Mm. So we went and saw Inception. Mm. It was awesome. So I, I think he feels that pain. I think uh, anyone outside of the U S trying to consume awesome, the awesome U S Hollywood crap. It's kind of hard. Did Saudi Arabia like ban movies for a while or like, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of one of those, like he has to drive 30 miles uh, to go get Taco Bell. Like, I don't know. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah, right. No, it is. I'm sure it's like him and another teacher like uh, like would make a trip like once a month to go grab Taco Bell. But yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Right amount of time for Taco Bell. I, would, I mean, that's no different than me at home. I think it's more like a six month thing of Taco Bell because I spend twenty five dollars for myself when I do get Taco Bell. Mm. So is twice a day too much. <laughs> is that yours? No, ask are you a are you a Taco Bell guy or a Taco John's guy? I think I'm more of a Taco John's guy. I think everyone's I mean, more of a Taco John's guy. I, they just yeah, don't have that I opportunity. So. Exactly. Like if it was closer <laughs> to me, I think I would generally opt for Taco John's, but I've just got a T bell like a minute away, and that's generally mm, the case. Yeah. Yeah, I used to but live no, like a block you, away from a from a toxic hell, and I'd always go over there to get a it was like a super burrito or some shit like that. And get like a super matter. burrito it's and a and two cheese burritos and a chalupa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you ever hear about? Did you ever spice up my night? Did you ever hear about that? Did you ever do that? I don't know where oh, that was. Sounds sexy. But when I right when I I lived you know in a small town up rural Minnesota, and uh, for a while there was this weird promo where if you did the drive through after like ten o'clock and you said like spice up my night, that was like a key phrase. You'd get something for free, and I had a buddy. A current friend of mine, even now, a close friend, used to work at the drive-thru. So we would just, you know, drive through, say what up to her, and be like, yo, spice up my night, and we get free stuff, at, you know, every single night, because we would just roll up to get free stuff. It was it was the bomb. What? It was like, you know, free uh, Cinestics, or, you know, at Taco, oh. or something goofy like that, but... I know I we kind of went down a weird rabbit hole, but did we introduce our last host? Yeah, I said, Jamie, he's <laughs> our... Encyclopedia of Survivor Knowledge and Lover yep. of the Great British yep. Baking Show, and we're going to spoil Mando I wanna, I wanna for touch it. on that. Baking, I British know, Baking uh, Show, I remember Baking now. Show, yeah, I want to touch on that. I, I maybe forgot that we were both fans of that. I love the Baking Show. <laughs> it's so good. It's so. And James, you you threw me off. I was like, wait, is there a fifth host? <laughs> it was like oh, checking same. the room. I was like, hold on. Yeah, it's Bruno. Up Bruno. Here. <laughs> Actually, I sent out an invitation to uh, my friend in Philly that I've done a couple pods with. Oh, yeah. Um, Jason. Um, for tonight? Not for tonight, but um, I'm going to send them a oh. link. I was just like, we're just going to try to record every Thursday. And if you want to just Sick. hop on and yeah. Pick them up. 
pick him up. Well, now he has to because yeah. he's going to listen to this and be like, "Oh no, I'm oh yeah, oh yeah." Hey, uh, I don't know. One. You know what? Shouts, I don't. I don't think he's up. ready for movie time machine pod. I don't think he can handle it. He can't handle the group. Yeah, you can't handle know. it. You can't handle the truth. It's more of a more of a call out, I guess. Hoping that he shows up in the next one. <laughs> Depends on if he's a, a, a Taco John's man or a Taco Bell man. Not in Philly, I bet they got something else. Yeah, there's a Del Taco in Colorado. <laughs> Del Taco, yes. Oh, <laughs> Not, no. good. Not good. Not good at all. Uh-uh. uh-uh. No good, my friend. No good. No. Um, <laughs> um, I sent you guys some awesome pictures on the chat, by the way. I, I saw that. I was like... <laughs> It's from this it's from this uh, Twitter uh, account called Baseball Card Vandals. And they just uh, vandalize uh, old baseball cards and make them say funny shit. (laughs) I I love the uh, watch watch Fuller House for some old age tanner. (laughs) Oh, anyway. (laughs) So favorite things from 2021. Uh, where do you guys want to start? Do you want to? You know, do... I'm thinking. Let's go ahead and talk. Uh, let's talk t- uh, TV series um, that we watched in 2021 and enjoyed. Okay, I want to go over maybe my my best surprises. I'm gonna I'm gonna list off three here. Great TV. idea, James. But <laughs> we're gonna do something else completely. <laughs> what? James was like, no, because you were like, well, where should we start? James was like, let's do TV series. And Chad, you were like, I'm going to start with my best surprise. (laughs) Yeah, of TV series. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, Jamie, I was laughing in my head about it, too. Don't worry. I took what you said, too. (laughs) God, you dick. Going on, dude. (laughs) I got awfully quiet. I guess. All right, let's do this, Chad. Okay. <laughs> I misunderstood. Well, hey, favorite. I, no, sorry. I misunderstood too, and I was just like, "Okay, we're just gonna go with this." <laughs> like, Should we just good. we'll just do one and just go around the table until we're, we're we've exhausted this topic? Yeah, that's totally fine. So, why don't you go first, though? You seem pretty excited about it. Yeah. Um. So this didn't come out in 2021, but uh, we did start watching it. 2021 was a series on Hulu called Pen Fifteen, and. Uh, Oh my god, it's so funny! It's um, give me the premise. I've heard two, good things. Yeah, but so yeah, is it about it's, dicks? It's these two. Okay, two women that wrote this show, and it's kind of based off their real friendship and like the stories about them in like middle school. <laughs> I think it's like the start of like their seventh grade year or eighth grade year or something like that. And the the coolest thing about how the show is taped is they are playing themselves, but all the other actors are middle middle school kids, like actual like real. (laughs) So it's it's great. So just that that's awesome. That's (laughs) along with all like the awkwardness that comes with you know being a a young teen and and just kind of like the I think it's like set in the year ninety nine or year two thousand or something like that and. Just okay, like the, the school awkwardness bit. and yeah. Did anyone, did you ever watch Summer Heights High? It was an Australian no. show like a, maybe a decade ago. 
but that's what it makes me think of that because it was like uh gosh it wasn't like a marlon wayne's type deal but the show was the there was a main actor who played three different characters and the show followed three different storylines in some you know a rural Australian place. So it was like, there was some Australian hicks. There was like people from, you know, Polynesian people because it's Australia, but it was funny because he's an adult, but he would play these three kids in high school. And it was just super funny to kind of see that. So I, I can picture this show and I, I think I kind of want to see it now because that's super funny. Yeah, do it. I mean, it's, it's, there's only two seasons it's done now. And yeah, it's something you could blaze through, but I mean, there was nights where we were just like laughing so hard. We were just like in tears, but yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, who wants to go next? I volunteer Casey. Wait, sorry. Topic is biggest surprises. No, we're just going to go our, our, our favorite series from 2021. Oh, you know, I don't know if I watched any actual TV series in 2021. I think the only things. Did I you watch any MCU movies. series? Oh, yeah. You know, OK, I can talk about my I, I have some thoughts about MCU. So I'll, I'm going to get into it. We had a thing in our doc, you know, what was the best MCU series? And I, I thought about it. And, you know, I'm going to tell you that, that I think um, the best MCU series of the year was Loki. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, first, I want to ask, because I can't remember. Was Falcon <laughs> released also in 2021? Yeah, uh, it, was, it was before yes. Loki. But it was also, so I, I'm we're putting these series up against one another, right? We got Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got Hawkeye. We got WandaVision. Loki. We got WandaVision, right? Those are the big four that came out. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you why Loki's the best. First of all, let's let's touch on Hawkeye, right? No offense. Love Hawkeye. Love him. He's great, but he can never, could never be the best of anything in any list of MCU, right? It's just not possible because at most, he's the best human, right? And MCU is full of aliens. It's full of people from other dimensions, time beings. It's full of literal gods. So unfortunately, Hawkeye is just always disqualified from the top of any list unless the list is best human. Moving on, WandaVision. Um, oh, sorry. Hold on. I forgot one piece. Uh, Hawkeye in a series is a main character. Um, and again, I, I, I actually haven't. I want to go back. I haven't actually watched the Hawkeye series, so don't don't be mad at me. But I can tell you right now and you can tell me how accurate I am. Is Hawkeye in a main character, uh, you know, in, in as the main character in a series? Is it not just born identity meets Legolas? Right. OK, moving on. WandaVision. Loved WandaVision. It was great. I thought it was a great series. I think the the shtick got a little uh, less exciting, not old or stale, but a little less exciting, you know, halfway through kind of once you figured out what was going on. Mm -hmm. But let's look at Wanda. Wanda is a bad guy who turned good guy, who turned bad guy, who turned good guy, who turned bad guy, <laughs> who is, hmm? Let me explain. Wanda, Age of Ultron, starts the bad guy. Well, then they turn good. She turned good guy in the same movie, Age of Ultron. Right. Becomes good guy. But then uh, became a bad guy. Captain America, Civil War, uh, went against Iron Man, joined Cap. Oh, wait, am I wrong on that? Either way, it doesn't matter. Hey, Casey, do Anyways, you have notes? Are you reading again. from notes? No, maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. It's a cue card. I have someone here okay, holding cute. it in front of me. Thank you. <laughs> I hired you know three people on Craigslist. 
<laughs> Anyways, turned good guy, right? Avengers Endgame. You know, she helped out with Avengers, but then turned bad guy again. WandaVision. She was kind of a bitch. Fucked with that whole town. You know, no good. And now who knows what she's going to do, right? So who, could she really be? that? That's not that compelling of a story. Either way, moving on. <laughs> Captain Falcon, Winter Soldier. Good series. Loki was actually pretty darn good, uh, but wasn't as good as Loki. Let's just move on. Loki is awesome because it was a villain redemption. And those are always fun. We got to see him reconcile with watching himself die trying to like turn face right trying to turn good in the end dying as a hero even after living his life as a villain and then seeing that it got him nowhere so then he tries to continue on his uh, trickster god ways um but then we do get to see him do uh you know quote unquote the right thing we see the full redemption arc um and you know give me anything that's a timey-wimey universe wormhole multi-dimension give me anything like that um I'll inject that shit right into my veins. Loki wins. Let's go. Mic drop. No, I'm there with you. I mean, if you just want to talk MCU series, yeah, Loki was my favorite with uh, WandaVision right behind that. And yeah, I was disappointed with the Falcon and Winter Soldier. That was, I, I felt like it had like a good buildup. Then it just kind of went nowhere. Except that we get the, you know, the new Captain America, essentially, but. I do want to say that I'm glad that they touched on something prevalent to modern times where they kind of touched on race being a thing. Mm-hmm. Cause like, come on, like race is a thing in the entire world. So to not to say MCU ignored it, but to actually like call it out and be like, Oh yeah, this was, there was a black super soldier and he kind of got hosed because racist, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad I, I, I'm, I appreciate it for what it did there, um, but I kind of agree. It wasn't super interesting. Well, Jamie, why don't you tell us about Mandalorian? <laughs> well, while, while we're on the topic of Marvel, let me preface this by saying, um, it, as far as TV, the best thing I saw last year, bar, period, TV, movies, you name it, was Beartown, the series on HBO, the Swedish show about the small town in Sweden, the hockey story based mm-hmm. on the same novel, of the same name by Frederick Backman. So if we never make it back to that, that was the best thing I saw last year, period. But um, as far as MCU, I, I'm stumping hard for WandaVision. Um, because, and the coolest thing is Casey was going through it. The coolest thing is about these series is that, um, you know, it's not the Iron Man. It's not the Thors. It's not the Captain America's. It's the lesser characters who, I could give two shits about save Loki and Hawkeye. Love those, love those dudes. But you know, uh, Wanda, uh, Maximoff, Vision. Um, uh, you know, we we know how I feel about Bucky Barnes, and uh, never been a big Falcon guy either. So four characters, I I couldn't care less about. But the shows are so good, and um, I, what I loved about WandaVision specifically was, um, just the whole Twilight Zone vibe. I I thought it was a huge risk for a series that kind of completely uh, broke away from the mold of the mm-hmm. movies that they had. Like yeah. th- this, this could have gone, um, you know, pear shaped real fast and lost a ton of fans. And you could tell by some of the early reviews, like episode one, episode two, what is this? I don't like this. What's going on here. But I was so into it. I was like, Oh yeah, this is weird. This is different. You know, something's up, but you don't quite know what. So there's the mystery factor that kind of plays out throughout the series, which I loved. Um, I loved all the callbacks to the old sitcoms. Um, and yeah, like I said, it made me give a shit about two characters I would otherwise not even think twice about, um, Vision and Wanda. 
And then Catherine Hahn was great. Just, you know, little cherry on top. So, yeah, I won division for me. I think Agatha's getting her own show, if I remember in the lineup. Isn't that right? True. Is she? Yep. Uh, I think so. Not maybe maybe not this year, but maybe next year or something like that. But I think in like the phase lineup of shows, I think she's on there. Oh, uh, yes. which I mean, yeah, which I love her as an actress. So like, I think that's gonna be great. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see where that character goes. Yeah, isn't it called Agatha all along, I think? Or no, that sounds right. Or that's the song from it. That was the song. But yeah, mm, I don't know. Agatha something. Um. I'm going to, well, because we keep doing it, I'm just going to stay in the Marvel bandwagon. So I did watch Hawkeye. Did anybody else watch Hawkeye? Yeah, I did watch Hawkeye. I really enjoyed Hawkeye. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> and, I thought it was fun. And if, uh, Case, if, uh, I know you said you didn't see it, but also, but if your description is Born Identity meets Lagalos, I mean, yes, that's probably right. And I'm absolutely in. Um, I haven't seen it, and that's just how I'm calling it. And I want to see it. I will yeah. watch it. But I'd say as far as my surprises for this year, like I wasn't expecting to really like Hawkeye um, that much because of all the things that you were saying. And so but strangely enough, like Loki is one that I I'm I think I'm the only one that feels this way. I was underwhelmed by Loki um, and I need to go through it again because I feel like I'm missing something because you guys all loved it. Everybody loved it. I thought it was way better than uh, Winter Soldier uh, show for sure. So I'm happy that was the follow up. Um, I don't think it was better than um, WandaVision. I think WandaVision was uh, more enjoyable for me. But at the end of the day, Hawkeye, I think, was just a lighthearted, fun uh, series. And I really enjoyed it. And I like that they brought back um, ScarJo's sister um, into it. God, I can't think of her name. Oh, yeah. Mm, Yelena. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, She's awesome she- in that, too. Yeah. And like, so I want, and like, I want her to be back in one of these series or her own show. Like, I really like that character and she does a really good job with it. I'm glad Uh, you brought that up, James, because I thought that just made me think about how I thought the uh, effects in Hawkeye were 10 times better than the effects in the Black Widow film. Oh, really? (laughs) I guess I never really noticed that. Oh, my God. The Black Widow movie so bad. So, Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> like, so I was just gonna say, as far as like, yeah, surprise to go. I just wanted to give a shout out to Hawkeye. I do recommend it. I get it as far as your rundown of why he is the worst Avenger. Um, you're right. Best human. Sure. The worst Avenger. Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's the one that I think that surprised me a lot this year. Um, otherwise I'd say my favorite, uh, my favorite, uh, show that I watched this year was, um, uh, or other, sorry, favorite so other surprise that I had off of the MCU universe was um, the show Hannah, uh, based on the movie Hannah um, with uh, Saoirse Rowan and Eric Bana, uh, and I think Kate Blanchett is the nemesis mm. in that one, and just about a kid that grows up with her dad in the woods, um, doesn't know anything different, and he's like CIA guy uh, of some sort, and uh, teaches her like all sorts of stuff about living on her own combat, um, blending in just the super spy basically. Um, and there, yeah, there's a few seasons of it on Amazon and actually it only has three seasons. So it's ended. Uh, and I think that it kind of plays like that was the plan. And I love when shows are like, Nope, we're just going to do three and done and tell a good story. Um, so very enjoyable, uh, uh, show on. And yeah, like I said, it was on Amazon. So that was probably the other surprise I had this year. Cause I wasn't expecting it to be, uh, very good. I thought the movie kind of told the story it needed to, and the show kind of took it another way, which I like. All right. Did everyone uh, get to see Squid Game? I'd never watched it. 
I haven't yet, no. It got too built up. I thought I'd wait. <laughs> oh, wow. I did, Chad. God, I love well, that. It's, that it's the length of the episodes that have held me back. Really? How long are they? They're oh. hours. Hours, 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 hours. But isn't like, well, isn't it only like, like six episodes time... or something like that, though? Like, yeah, I want to do it. But... The problem is, I'll tell you the problem is that it's going to be heavy, and you can't just watch that and then go straight to bed. You knew you need like a, you need to watch like a Ted Lasso after that or something, right? Something, no, not Ted just Lasso. like a, a mouthwash, an eye bleach of a show. I can't like. That's why I literally couldn't finish breaking bad we got two seasons in maybe and it just bummed me out too much and it affected me like physically like i couldn't sleep after watching that show i couldn't sleep as well so i literally i, I never watched it again i stopped oh like i must be dexter before I must bed. be mental <laughs> yeah because i love i love that kind of stuff before bed <laughs> no way do you, do you really uh... helps clear my mind well i was gonna say so then do you dream like squid game or anything like that or not so much no Oh, okay. Red I light. feel like if I watch if I watch like binge something like I remember when I was binging Smallville like for a year my dreams were just straight up Superman dreams which I was okay with. <laughs> That's sweet. <laughs> Fuck Smallville. <laughs> that is pretty sweet. Well, I Chad, so what so what did you love about Squid Squid Games specifically? Cuz I found it to be equal parts intriguing. I did like it, but also at the same time I was like, man, like South Korea is going through some shit. You know, like there's some cultural context here that I don't have access to. And this is a heavy show, man. I just like the whole idea of, you know, like, you know, people running up debts and why they run up debts. Like what, you know, part of it is like what I think our protagonist has like a gambling addiction, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And um, he's kind of a loser, you know, <laughs> and. And um, he's like separated from his wife and he has a daughter. And I keep like some how some parts of the series, you find out that like they're moving to the U.S. or something like that. So they'll be separated like, you know, by the ocean. And I don't know. I just you go from that to like, would you risk (laughs) everything to win this like giant pot of money? You know, like and like it's like a giant gladiator battle. I don't know. And just like each little game was how it was around like these like childhood games. You know, it was I thought that was kind of creepy and I like that shit. Um, And just like the how it just kind of made me think of like, you know, if there's like the apocalypse, like people kind of form into like these different groups, you know, like when shit goes bad, like people kind of break off and they like kind of it's or like natural clicks. Na- clicks are just like used just associate with people and everyone. Then there's sure. like, um, you know, like the distrust starts to, you know, <clears throat> come into play and you don't know who to trust or then you, I don't know. It's, I thought it was really fucking cool. And there are some really, like really like bummer stuff, but I thought it had like a cool twist and, yeah. Have you ever seen the game or heard of the game Fall Guys? It's like on Steam. It's like a PC game. You know, this little cartoony little dude running around in a game show. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I played that game a couple times. I've played it enough. Maybe 
in total uh 20 30 times mm-hmm. i've played it and the premise is you know you join this pool of 100 you play these little mini games and you try to keep winning until you're the winner i've played like i said 20 30 times i've never won <laughs> i'm really bad <laughs> so when it comes to squid game is it you'll have to tell me maybe a spoiler is it one person wins this whole thing at the end just a single person yeah but everyone else yeah you die dies. if you don't win right yeah, yeah. It's exactly so yeah knowing how bad i am at those things yeah i can't risk it because uh, it's it's just a guarantee that i'll die well it and what's so cool about the show is, I, I agree, I would never play it either, but you see how these people would talk themselves into it. And like, no, it won't be me. I'll be the one who wins the lotto. You know, that's one of the I've cool lost so many plays. times. Right. I've never won. Well, it makes me think of, I'm not, I'm not a big gambling person. And that's another part of it, too. It's like, I, there is part of that where you, you see these gambling addictions and, um, I've I've known people where I've just seen it like really destroy their lives and like you if you were to give them a chance like hey you know there's this game to where you could win all this money to like help pay off all your debts that you got from gambling but you're going to gamble your life to risk you know you're going to risk your life to to get that opportunity so I don't know and all the things that you risk and destroy and like around you um, because of that but i don't know it's really cool um i would i would i would watch i think it was like one of the coolest things that um came out last year one of the most unique i think that's my biggest regret of things i haven't seen from last year if we had to rank those that might be on the top so the the soonest that i will remedy i think hopefully Uh, my buddy from saudi arabia got back to me guys (gasps) and and <laughs> live tweeting here. Um, yes. So I just said, uh, can you watch movies in in theater in uh, Saudi Arabia? Or I think he's in Qatar or Qatar, however you pronounce that now. Qatar. Um, and uh, he said, yeah, they're about 15 bucks there. Um, but there's a range. Often I pay about 40. Um, so somewhere between 15 and 40 is what I got at that. Uh, but 15 it has is better... a matinee. <laughs> See, well, yeah, he said 40 is... For... 40 has better seats and then the 15 of it include of it is food, I think is what he was saying. Uh, um, and then I said, are they current movies? Like example would be the Batman's coming out next Friday. He said, yeah, but it's much more limited of where you would need to go to see it. Um, and then sometimes we get movies before he said, sometimes we get movies before you sometimes after you, uh, but they also modify movies. So they remove any sex scenes and even some other stuff. Whoa. And that's the way it is. That's <laughs> that's the way the cookie well, crumbles. I'm Paul Harvey, <laughs> and that's the way it is. Is that is that like a Paul Harvey line? It sounds like something Paul Harvey would say. Uh, that's. Do you know? Uh, I don't Paul know. Wasn't that wasn't that Walter Cronkite? Oh, Walter I don't know. Cronkite. I could be like, hey, good night and good luck. <laughs> I have no idea. That's the, that's the other guy they made a movie about. Yeah. Um, the smoker. George Clooney directed that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was the thing about that movie is I think when that one came out, that's when we all had to, or like smoking in restaurants was not a thing anymore. And so when that movie came out and all you could see is clouds of smoke in the recording studios, like you were just like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was brutal. 
any other series you want to uh um i'll just plug in as far as the best series i saw last year was a short miniseries um mayor of east town on uh, hbo with kate winslet um did anybody else catch that one all right. Well, I, I didn't. I I couldn't get into that one. Angela really liked that one though. But okay, murder, murder. Yeah, maybe it's not for. Yeah, maybe it's not for everybody. Murder, it's just murder. one of those. Yeah, murder mysteries, whatever. It's kind of like watching the killing or whatever else. Um, and it kind of just you know, each episode goes six ways from Sunday of what's actually going on. Um, but all in, I thought it was a very very well done show. And um, I don't know. I'm a sucker for Kate Winslet. I think she's always great in whatever she does. And I love when she does accents um like did you guys see jobs when she had like that oh god yes i can't even think of what the what accent it was it was like icelandic german south african hybrid i can't even think of it but it was uh, so good (laughs) she was fantastic in that movie though yeah i agree james she's great she's great i that's uh i think casey said squid games was his um one that he wanted to see most or the one that he missed this that one's mine mayor of east town nice Yeah, I think it was was it last year. There is on HBO Max. There's this um, uh, show. It's called How to with John. Uh, not John Williams. How John Lovitz. How to <laughs> close. How to with John Wilson. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> that shows great. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so random. I mean, if. That's actually something really good to fall fall asleep to, like to watch before bed, Casey, because it's unless you watch the circumcision one, because you get to see like full <laughs> full on frontal penis. <laughs> well, did we ever talk about? I think you should leave. Yeah, like that, Tim. Tim, something. Yeah, that's that would probably be my ideal before bed. It's the most nonsensical eye bleach. You'd ever watch you you can never watch that <laughs> and like feel bad because it's so stupid. Like you can't feel bad about it. It's so dumb. All right. How about I want to talk about my like movie surprises. Like things that I watched that I didn't wasn't like excited for. I just kind of watched because it was like, oh, it's a new release. It's on HBO Max. I'm just gonna check it out while I work. And I thought this movie was fucking awesome, hilarious, and a lot of fun. Was um, <clears throat> the new uh, Suicide Squad movie? God, Which... just so ridiculous! And awesome. <laughs> so good! Oh my god, so it was good. so good! It was so much fun. Like I, after I watched it the first time, you know, like there's parts of it I didn't catch, you know, but I was just like had my headphones in and listening to it, and so many funny lines. And after it was over, I was like, man. Was that really good? I feel like that was really good. I don't know. Maybe I need to watch it again because I think that was really good. Like I was not expecting to enjoy it that much. And yeah, maybe it's just kind of going in with no low expectations. But yeah, that movie was a lot of fun. And especially now with the uh Banker series that just ended too, which <clears throat> I thought that one was a lot of fun too. Really good. Pretty funny. Nice throwback to uh I know it's not 2021. This is 2022, but yeah, it was a, that was a huge surprise. Um, yeah, really if nobody's, that. if everybody else on this pod hasn't watched Peacemaker or anybody that's listening, do yourself a favor. It is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> the, the, so bad. Just the intro, the intro credits just tells the story of what you're about to watch. The choreographed into, dancing. <laughs> oh, so funny. And like, even like I looked up, I'm like, I'm like, what is this song? I never heard this song before. No, of course not, because it was made for the damn show. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's perfect. It makes no sense. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, it's good. I recommend it, everybody. Um, and also, yeah, on the Suicide Squad note, just like it's just so funny because for me, I don't know a lot about, you know, besides your main heroes that you got, you know, your Superman's Batman's Wonder Woman's all that kind of stuff. I don't really know a lot about DC villains besides Joker and all that kind of stuff. Uh, or maybe that's the one <laughs> Catwoman. But uh, yeah, you got the Suicide Squad and like I'm not I don't know any of these damn characters and like oh my they just make it work it is just so silly and funny um and i it, i think it works because they don't take themselves that seriously or james gunn kind of like just like with peacemaker i was thinking about this while i'm watching that show i'm like i think the world has just accepted that superheroes or villains exist and so like it's not totally odd that like vigilantes walking around in his super villain or superhero suit yeah just casually and (laughs) it's it's just kind of accepted that it is what it is so i don't know it's pretty good yeah the thing about the um i just lost my train of thought thing about suicide squad i mean i think it's because they realize they live in a world where there's superman and batman like we they like that's the world they live in so why would it be totally out of the question that there's other people in costumes running around. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember I was going to say, James, if, if you were going to tell me before watching suicide squad and saying like, yeah, and it's going to have a guy called polka dot man. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, John Cena is going to play a guy called peacemaker. Right. And then make I mean, fun of him all the time right. for wearing a, to- a toilet seat on his head. Right. And... <laughs> right. I'd be like, but what? then I mean, you just watch the show and you're like, oh man, there's a lot going on with that toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, good. Pretty good. No, I'd say, yeah, Suicide Squad was definitely a surprise. Well, especially with how mediocre the other one was. Oh, it's it was so ter- it's terrible. The first one was so oh, just bad. forgettable. Yeah. Just forgettable. It had, a, it had a great soundtrack, guys. Yeah, just, that's that's the easy part, I think. Uh, yeah, no, I was kidding. <laughs> I'm just glad it redeemed itself. That was nice. Yeah, I like the uh, outcast story. It was good. I like well, it. It was super funny. Well, especially because it wasn't too long ago that that other movie came out. So it's really in my head, like who went to who? Like James Gunn went to like the producers was like, guys, um, I think we need this could be really funny, like, or this could be really good. Give me another shot at it. <laughs> and they're like, why? What's your pitch? It's Guardians, but rated R. Okay, we're in. Yeah. Is that not to get too like sidetracked here, but is that the key to like making a good comic book movie that isn't Batman? <laughs> you know, is to like He's being wacky. Have it be like fun, you know, and like just own the fact that most comic book heroes and villains are pretty ridiculous to begin with it's kind of like in well, spider-man we everyone's seen spider-man right no way home yeah the newest one yeah, yeah. like the part no, where they're kind of okay. the part where they're talking about like how they got their powers adam west adam west what <laughs> really jamie i thought you were the one that came out and said that you watched it and it was so good but we couldn't talk about no. it yet. no no talk talk away that's fine oh no it's over uh... Nah. Spoiler. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Spoiler. I laughed. I cried. I know where Spoiler. you were going with this, and yeah, I laughed really hard at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you mean? <laughs> right? And that's why those movies kind of sucked. 
<laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> I get what you're saying and I agree because it's kind of like how we um, I think I was talking about Eternals like this, like where the only way now with Marvel's new phase with these new characters, I don't know a whole lot about the only way it works for me is if uh, there's a lot of humor involved that makes these character characters likable where I am invested in them. Yeah. Um, and instead, like you have all these Eternals that are basically all like the, they have their varied powers, but they're all Superman's. And, and so I'm like, and like much like Superman movies, like, okay, so what kind of flaws are we going to find? So we know that they're a little bit humanized and all that, but otherwise you, you need to make them likable. And I don't know all in. I think the movie was shot really well. I love that it, it spans 7,000 years. It's pretty incredible what they did with it. And I liked it. Okay. But I mean, it's definitely on the bottom of my list for Marvel movies at this point. Um, so I'm assuming that it's all going to come together. Like we're going to, you are going to need to have seen the Eternals to get to the next step of whatever else is coming is my guess. Well, I don't know that you're going to have to have seen it to understand the next step, but I think it's, I don't know if, if it's good to use a Lord of the Rings metaphor, but it feels almost like if you'd had read the Silmarillion or one of those, like, you know, the dictionary yeah. or the encyclopedia of Tolkien, where it's like super dry and awful. And it almost feels like Eternals is just like a, a homework assignment. Like, well, watch this. So you kind of understand where we're going to go in these next films. Uh, but you need to kind of know these backstories, which is it'll be an interesting ride. Uh, but it's not a movie you, you're going to come back and watch. It's kind of just like required viewing to understand the big picture. Right. Like, and I see like Shang-Chi and the 10 rings. Like I, it had a lot of humor to it uh, and good action sequences where now it's like those characters I really enjoy. And I like that movie and I, you know, I happily watch it again, like more like recent, like sooner than later. Eternals, like, I'm like, eh, I got the storyline. I'm good for a while. All right. Oh, <clears throat> I lost my uh, outline here. Doo, doo, doo. Well, uh, I have my biggest surprise. If we're talking biggest. Yeah, surprises, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I have a, a mini story. Uh, I actually and this is I'm cheating a bit. It's a movie that came out in 2021, but I watched it uh, like a month ago. So a month ago, uh, I was on a plane and uh, I happened to get an upgrade free upgrade on this plane to not first class, but uh, if you fly Delta, you know, there's Comfort Plus. It's like one step up. And in Comfort Plus, you get uh, you get unlimited drinks. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, well, I'm, I'm on my way out to a, a – I was on my way to a little boys trip. Me and the boys were going to play golf. Sorry, Chad. Rip. Uh, three days straight of <laughs> – of I'm golf, so bummed like seventy-two that I wasn't holes. Able to come it was with you right. And hang it was out amazing. With the guys. It was the week before <laughs> the waste management, uh, you know, PGA tour thing in Scottsdale. We went to Arizona to go. Anyways, back to movies. I'm on the plane, uh, and you know, free drinks. And I thought, you know, challenge accepted. I'm not driving anywhere. I have a buddy picking me up at the airport, and I'm just rolling to the Airbnb. So I was like, how many drinks do you think these people will let me drink? <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> and the answer is eight shots. So four doubles is what they let me have. And only because that was as long as the flight lasted. Uh, but anyways, the reason I wanted to talk about biggest surprises is while I was on this endeavor, I watched Space Jam. And whether it was the amount of gin I had had or if it was genuinely good. But man, I had a great time watching space jam the newest with LeBron one? james the okay. newest one yeah yeah i thought that movie was a romp i was very surprised with how much i enjoyed it the acting wasn't great 
in all of it. But I loved the uh, the gratuitous like universe. Was it Universal? Is the franchise you know the ownership, the big umbrella of all of it? You know, you saw Harry Potter and all these other things. Like to be able to take all those franchises and kind of just mush them together. It was you know what an hour and thirty minutes of fan service and goofiness and a super duper hand job to LeBron James. But it is what it is, and I loved almost every single minute of it it was a great wow. surprise for me yeah that is shocking to hear also i would now, also hold watch on, hold the on. Movie. let me let me clarify oh, oh, sorry. it was not better than the original not in the slightest i am i i view it as a sequel and it was a great entertainment thing i will not i will not compare it to the original because as far as i'm concerned it was a sequel they even almost hint a little bit to the the previous one having happened like the little the aliens that are like the bad guys in the first one, the little the aliens. All stars. Yeah. Those things are like on the court watching the game. So it's kind of like a nod to, you know, this ain't a remake. It's a redo or you know, it's like a sequel in the future. So I don't compare it. Um, if I had to, yeah, of course the first one was better, but still we're not going to go there. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I was thinking about, I would watch the movie that you were describing in the beginning, which was Casey seeing how many drinks at the, airport team would give him and like and what happens next i'd watch that show i just i literally just would walk to them i wouldn't even push the the first time i pushed the button and then i felt really guilty pushing the the attendant button so then after my second i would just walk to them and say hey can i get another one and they'd bring it to my seat it was great they were very nice i I offered them a tip they couldn't accept it oh I'm beyond impressed by the Delta Airlines bottle service. (laughs) No kidding. Hashtag fly Delta. Hashtag not a sponsor. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot drink while I fly. Because every time I fly, I get like severe, like sinus, like (laughs) pain. I don't know. It's terrible. Like, so drinking just makes it worse. Casey, was this also your plan to continue getting drinks so you wouldn't have to put your mask back on? Oh no, dude! I drank the I drank them under the mask. It was great. It was super easy. Copy that. Okay, just curious. Drank them under the mask. Yeah, they they ask you to like as much as possible, not even remove it. So it was kind of like hold it up, take your drink or whatever, and then you know put it right back down. So I was almost never mask, uh, never maskless. Mm. But Got they weren't it. worried about me. I was I was still super immune. I'd had it, you know. 60 days prior, I was licking doorknobs and, and kissing strangers, so it was all good. <laughs> uh, biggest surprises I think I saw, had this year. Um, so two movies for me. One was from, I think, 2020, not 2021, but Promising Young Woman with Carrie Mulligan. Uh, I'd say if you haven't watched that one, uh, like I don't even want to describe it. I think I went in blind and was ever so pleasantly surprised by this movie. And it wasn't one that I typically would have watched. Uh, I was with another friend that was like, Oh, should we watch this one? And I'm like, well, I guess it was up for an Oscar. Uh, and it was awesome. And Carrie Mulligan did crush it. So I do recommend that one. Uh, and then the other one was uh, Willie's Wonderland. Does anybody know which Ooh. one I'm, what I'm talking about here? No, <laughs> it's this is Nicholas- very high on my watch list. James. It's, it's on Hulu. I think for free uh, it's Nicholas cage one um, Nicholas cage. And I could be wrong. If he doesn't say a word in this movie, it is one sentence or it's one word. Otherwise, I don't think he talks the whole movie. He just does everything with kind of a look and just does his thing. But he is the main character. 
in the premises. Uh, something happens to his car. He needs to get it fixed. He takes it to this hole in the wall uh, place that says, hey, we need a part. Uh, and he's like, and I think he got robbed or something at some point in the beginning of the movie. And so he doesn't have any money. And the guy's like, you know what? How about this? I'll do you a favor. You come over to Willy Wonderland and it's basically like this Chuck E. Cheese type place uh, that's been pretty much looks like it's been shut down for a while. And they're like, why don't you come over to Willy's Wonderland? Help me clean it up. And, uh, and then I'll, I'll pay the, you know, $4,000 to get your car fixed so you can get out of here. And so he gets pretty much dropped off there with a bucket and a mop <laughs> and they lock him inside. And then, uh, he starts cleaning away and slowly, but surely the animatronics start to try to kill him. And uh, like, and so it's like an hour and a half movie. It was just very surprising, but I mean, I already, you just got the premise from me. And if you can accept that, then the rest of the movie is pretty fun. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's what I would recommend. Willie's Wonderland. And let's be honest, the animatronics are super scary. Um, I don't know if it's because of COVID or not, but they did not exist when I was at Chuck E. Cheese a couple weeks ago. Those things like, are gone at all. They're gone. At least at the one I was at, it's like, I don't know if it was kind of updated like animatronic uh singing thing guys like they got to be the new clowns right like they're just scary and freaky um so yeah they weren't around so i would have to assume that it's probably like more mascots running around uh because there wasn't a place for the band like i was confused mm. on where like it would have been even not oh, and wow. like uh, it was boarded up and they're like oh no we don't want you guys touching the animatronics um or something so I'm guessing it's just like mascots of those characters running around and singing happy birthday. But even then <laughs> I didn't really see that um, going around. So I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, they weren't there. Oh, I remember seeing those when I was a kid and being really disappointed because it wasn't like they were on the commercial and realizing that the animatronic, like all the moving parts were so loud <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and it was like you could hear it over the music. I was like, that's what made it terrifying. And like, then like one eye went and move and the other one went to spin. I don't know. It's just, it was terror. It was terrifying. Dude, I went to a pizza joint in like South Dakota that took that to another level where you would sit at a table and next to the table was like a little train track type thing. And an animatronic thing would deliver your damn pizza to your table and like talk to you and crap super freaky um but i liked it as a kid Whoa. i guess it's crazy this brings back to the ai we were speaking of in the beginning mm-hmm. it's coming they almost stabbed me hey one thing i forgot that when we're talking about uh best or series or series you liked in 2021 was um did anyone watch the sex lives of college girls nope it's on HBO Max. It's so good. It's uh, I was gonna say it's in my queue. I just haven't watched it's it. It's a Mindy Kaling project. God, Mindy's great. Yeah, it's really good, James. I, you'll you'll like it. Mindy Kaling project was also very good. If anybody's looking for a like, if they like New Girl and they need to fill that void of something before bed, if that's their kind of show, yeah, yeah like Mindy Kaling three project the is great. First like three seasons, then it got you like do- weird. <laughs> Or I mean, you're not wrong because I think there's like seven or eight seasons, and I think I stopped after like four or five. Yeah, because it was on network four. TV, then it like switched over the Hulu, and it got kind of bad. Ah, got I it. I think. But um, did everyone see Dune last year? Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Nope. I think that was my f- favorite movie I watched really? last year. Yeah, I think 
that I don't know. I thought that movie was pretty epic. I knew. Did you watch like or read the books or watch the 84 movie? I watched the 84 movie. And after I left Dune 2021, it made me realize that I had no fucking clue what the 84 movie was about. <laughs> and uh, just, <laughs> right. it's just like realizing, oh, wow, like George Lucas kind of, you know, got a lot of ideas from Dune. Holy cow. Yeah, like it's definitely one where I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Dune. Uh, I hadn't seen anything or knew anything about what it was about um, before watching the movie this year. Um, but I enjoyed it. It's definitely one where I need to go back because I'm like, all right, I don't know. I need to relearn everybody's like names and like what they were all about. Um, but I, I'm ever so excited that they greenlit the the part two. Uh, cause I, once I heard, once it quit and I'm like, wait a minute, that's it. I don't think I realized that it was only being filmed as part one and they were just kind of seeing how well it would do. Uh, cause now I'm like, I'm invested and I want to see what's next. So I'm excited yeah. that, they, that they did green light it. Um, so I'll have to go back and watch it again. But what I did see was pretty epically shot. The acting was amazing. Like it was very, very well done. Um, I just need to go back so I can get in, as invested in the characters and themes uh, as we all are with Star Wars. I just need to relearn what they're called. Yeah, it's almost like the perfect combination of like Star Wars and like Space Odyssey. <laughs> 2001 yeah. Space Odyssey. It's I don't know. It's really it's it is epic. And the the score for it, which I think is done by is it Hans Zimmer. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he he's doing it. That's why Hans Zimmer wasn't involved in um, what's it? the tenant yeah. tenant in a couple other things because this was like his passion project and as soon as it like was available he's like yup and then, and then also i'm sure hans has this clout in hollywood where he's like um i'm hans zimmer so i will be doing this project right <laughs> and also who would say no i guess <laughs> if i had one knock on dune and i loved it don't get me wrong chad i agree with you i think it's close it's it's that or bond was the best movie i saw last year but it's probably Dune because I saw it twice immediately, one after the other. But I really, really have a thing against like the PG-13 violence. And I get why they do it. You know, you, you get a bigger cast, a bigger net. More people get to see Dune. That's great. But I don't know, just something about the full on war on Arrakis with a very, very bloodless conclusion. Just kind of that that always bumps me out in a movie. But again, that's picking a nit. Overall, I, I agree. I think it was probably my favorite movie of the year. Hmm. I think <laughs> you needed maybe see a therapist about that. Well, maybe, I just, maybe like, you it, need it, to it, talk it, that one out. <laughs> no, it just because like consequences matter. You know, if you're going to stab someone, it's not, you know, they don't just fall down. It's like they they die and it's gross and bad. And you got to deal with it if you're going to kill somebody kind of thing. You Jamie, know, Jamie, I completely understand because did anybody play the video game Injustice with, the uh, you know, Batman, Superman? Oh, the Mortal no. Kombat one? Yeah, well, I just watched the Injustice uh, cartoon. They have the animation cartoon on... Uh, it's on HBO, actually, right now, where they have, like, their, you know, movie uh, movie cartoon of this whole thing. But <laughs> as I'm watching this, and it's brutal, like, Superman's punch, punching through people's chests, and, like, uh, different <laughs> things are happening where I'm like, huh. Like, I wasn't expecting this in a cartoon. Uh, in the cartoon, I thought it would be PG-13 <laughs> violence. And at the at the end, I uh, when the movie was over, I'm like, oh, man, because this cartoon is rated R. But I'm like, I, but I kind of appreciated it. But also, it definitely, since it was a cartoon doing it, I was like, oh, I was not ready for that. <laughs> but yes, I agree. I wish Dune was a little bit more rated R violence. 
You know, I'm, I'm going to bring in the yin to your yang. I actually appreciate things that don't show gratuitous violence and kind of leave it to your imagination. And I'm I'm with you there, I'm Casey. Probably, I'm uh, well, it might be half artistic and it might be because I'm like a super wuss. And I actually like I mean, you know me, I I didn't watch, you know, Breaking Bad because it made me feel too bad. Like, I don't like to watch things that make me feel bad. So I skip a lot of that crap as it is. Um, but, you know, I can appreciate, I don't know, if you can if you can really hook me and not have to resort to, like, showing me, you know, graphic violence to, like, you know, hook me as a viewer. Or, you know, for that reason, too, that's kind of why I didn't get into Game of Thrones is because the first season and season and a half, it's like softcore HBO porn. Like, it's like a sex scene every episode, and, and they it's pretty purposeful. And like it's pretty obvious seeing it, they did it to hook people. And and like I know, the end of it, the last few seasons got really you know well developed, and they they weren't they didn't use that as a crutch to like hook viewers because they had the viewership already, and it got really good, yada yada. Um, but you know that and gratuitous violence is just it, it's not up my alley. So I appreciate things that that kind of leave it to your imagination or kind of leave that unseen because like you, you know it's happening. It, how how much does it affect the story? Uh, how much does it move that along to have to see it? Well, and I, just to be clear, I like, I don't, I don't love the gratuitous violence for me. It's more of like a, like a Michael Scott in the improv class thing, you know, like what's the highest level you can go to is to pull out a gun. And like, <laughs> you know, so I like, if you're going to pull out a gun, you know, pull out a gun. That's all. Well, and then I don't know, case kind of what you're talking about. I think uh, the first thing I thought of was, um, the Dark Knight, it's a PG-13 movie, probably one of the most violent movies that, you know, I had seen in years in a while. And yet it's PG-13 because they don't necessarily show blood everywhere and all these things. Like, are people dying and all these other terrible things are happening? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. did it, and did it take away from the movie? I don't think so. No. That's true. That's a, that's a really good example. I, I didn't think twice about it with The Dark Knight. No, not once. It just leaving the movie, I thought about it, but not while I was watching it. Like I was just like, "Shit, this is a violent movie." <laughs> so maybe it's less of a like, I I hate violence, but I think I I'm saying I appreciate the things that don't need it and and can actually not show it, and you don't realize it. AKA, you know, like we just said, The Dark Knight, where it's a you know great great movie. You never thought twice about. Oh yeah, they don't show you know the hundreds of people that, that probably died during the course of that film. Want to see a pencil disappear? <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Ta-da! <laughs> now, where <Well>, were we? <laughs> I think you're but right. They, they deliberately that's... didn't show like f- splashes of blood and things when the dude took a pencil to the eye. Like it, even for the most probably violent thing, the Joker did in the whole movie, like gratuitous violent thing he did. It was even kind of subtle because they kind of cut to the reaction of the other dudes when that happened for part of it as well. So they didn't show it full on. They kind of did it, showed the reaction and then kind of cut back to the aftermath. So even with the most violent thing, he did it in a way where they didn't have to kind of show the worst of it. Yeah, I think you got to use that kind of stuff like. I don't know, like. um, You know, just you don't (laughs) maybe you do a little bit of it. You know, and that's it for the film, but or like kind of build up to mm-hmm. it. But yeah, like Dune, I think if that was a little bit more violent, it may have been, I don't know, what it threw me off. I thought it was just such of like the score 
kind of set this mood for me. I don't know. It was almost like sitting in like a uh, like a hyperbaric chamber or something. <laughs> you know, it was like yep. that kind of I don't know. It was kind of like like meditating in a way. It just kind of brought me into this world. But you're you're absolutely point. right, Chad. And and maybe like and like I said, it, it did not ruin the movie for me at all because it, it's totally like what the kids would call like a vibe movie or like a vibe check movie. I like I'm with yeah. you 100 percent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was more about the sounds, the atmosphere, the mood and all that stuff. Man, I want to talk about biggest disappointments of 2021. Uh, As far as movie goes, I was really excited for the Little Things movie with uh, Denzel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jared Leto. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so fucking bad. I remember we were... I just remember, I sorry, Chad. I remember the feeling that we were both like, "Oh, that, don't worry, hey, this comes out like Friday." Like we were excited about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so. I remember. Sorry, we were. I know. Uh, my wife and I were watching it, and you just kind of have this moment where you just kind of look across the room at each other and be like, "Um," where we just started laughing at it. It was just like so ridiculous. I we did a. <laughs> We did a pause to see how much was left and like how much we committed to. And we're like, oh, do we finish it? Like something like it was one of those movies where you kept on saying to yourself, something's got to happen. Something and like you give it 20 more minutes and something, something better. Right. right. <laughs> like, oh, man. Right. <laughs> I totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> it's like it's like when it's like going up a hill. And like thinking you're going to get over the top, like here it comes here. No, here it comes here. No, no. That's the perfect explanation. Then you get up to the oh, top, and God. it's just a plateau. Anyway, yeah, that's that's funny. I'm, now I'm going to look at my list of 43 movies to see which movies I thought were. Yeah, I, I put. <laughs> no, I so I graded my 43 movies with. Uh, Frowny faces, smiley faces, and just a a straight face. (laughs) And yeah, the first one on my list was the little things. Big frowny face. (laughs) Double frowny. Oh, my God. I I mean, I can. Sorry, somebody else can go. Otherwise, I can uh, rattle off my list quick of movies I was disappointed in this year. There is not. It's only a couple, actually. I want to hear yours before I go, James. Okay, so I did little things. um, Cherry that. uh. It's by the that was with the directors that or the director that did uh, whatever the last Avengers movies. Um, and it was with uh, Spider-Man in it. I don't know. Uh, so that one was not great. Um, Spiral, the um, <laughs> what's it called? Oh, I wanted to see that with. Chris yeah, Rock. the yeah, the um, Saw movie one um, yeah. old that M. Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, was just yeah. Unfortunately, I love M Night Shyamalan, so like this one was just like a ugh. Like it's all it, you get to that the... one. I want to know what happened. Like what's that all about? Like do you care if I tell you what actually just... happens at the end no, of it? No, I'm never gonna watch that shit. I didn't think so. I Anybody? Spoiler yeah, alert for anyone. Spoiler objections. Let's go, it. go. Spoiler alert. So yeah, so it's just basically like on this island, like uh, we realized that time goes faster. Uh, faster on this like wherever on this beach basically like it's cut off from the world for some reason time goes faster here so the big twist at the end basically is that um, people are invited to this resort and they're specifically picked for different things that they have wrong with them so like 
the people that end up showing up on this island, like one guy has Parkinson's, another one has a blood clotting disorder, another one has this and that and that. And it, like, it's all like everybody that shows up on this beach and can't get out of there is being observed by this pharmaceutical company that's like, hey, like that blood clotting disease, that works great. Yeah, like they didn't bleed out when this happened. Uh, but the uh, Parkinson's one, oh, no, that, we need to try something new. That one's broken because basically they test, you know, they test these medicines or whatever is working. Uh, instead of over, you know, long periods of time, they send these people in there and they're like, hey, they figured it out in a day that, hey, we cured Alzheimer's. <laughs> Makes sense? Yeah. But everybody else basically dies. Um... <laughs> so it gets really weird when like these two like kids get together and have sex and then all of a sudden this girl gets pregnant and all of a sudden she's giving birth in like 20 minutes. And then, of course, the baby dies because the baby got no nourishment. Because it lived a lifetime in ten minutes. Mm. What? Yeah, so I'm saying like it's different things like that that happen. But anyways, like yeah, the twist is the pharmaceutical company is plotting against all these people Big to try pharma. to solve things. Plandemic. Womp, womp, womp. Okay, sorry, spoilers. Okay, um, then other couple bad ones that I saw. Eternals. I gave like a uh, like I don't know a squiggly line face. Same thing with Eight Bit Christmas. And I liked Eight Bit Christmas. That was a good family. It was a, yeah. It was just like, I think the squiggly line must have been my. It's okay. Yeah, that's like how I felt about that. Eternals too. Um, I think yeah, that's it. I think those were my main ones that I was like super disappointed. It was just yeah, little things, old and cherry uh, and spiral. Uh, everything else seemed to be like I could tolerate, <laughs> <laughs> including the including the movie Ice Road with Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that came out. Ice wow. Road. Ice Road Truckers? Oh. I mean, basically. All right. That probably would have helped. So for me, Chad, you, you hit it out of the park with the little things. That's my number one answer. Um, but just to spice it up with some variety to this list. Yeah, that should have that should have worked, man. Jared Leto, Denzel, and Rami Malik on paper. They just man, did they not stick the landing at all. Um for me. It was the Matrix Resurrections. Um, I, I didn't even want to see this movie when the trailer came out. I, I thought the trilogy was perfect. Done. Everyone go home. You know, we, we told our story. Um, and I, I was really concerned when uh, Lawrence Fishburne was not in the trailer. Morpheus was my favorite character of the original trilogy. It, but, you know, I gave it a shot. I was like, I you know, I want to be fair. I, I want to, you know, I don't want to let that hold me back. And I... I couldn't get over it. Um, Yahya Abdul-Mateen plays Morpheus. They kind of integrate him in a different way because obviously he's not Lawrence Fishburne. Um, and it was fine, but he's he's just not Lawrence Fishburne. He's not Morpheus. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, it doesn't, so, doesn't have the same weight. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And when I think of the Matrix, I think I think of them as a trinity. Ha ha. Trinity, Neo, uh -huh. and Morpheus. So if you're missing one leg of the tripod, it's like, you know, already. But... I don't, they tried to do some cool stuff. Like I appreciate it's not a bad movie by any means. Um, you know, the characters are pretty good. We get to see Neo and Trinity again and some other characters, but um, they try to revive Smith. It doesn't work the way they integrate it. Smith doesn't even need to be in this movie, um, which is a weird thing to say about a Matrix movie. Um, so I, I, they took some risks, which I appreciated, but to me, they didn't fully stick the landing. So there's some cool mm. stuff here, but I probably won't ever watch it again kind of thing. Well, one of my little, uh, if this is so small for that movie, I agree with a lot of things that you said, Jamie. Uh, and one of the other things that happened in that movie that was disappointing to me was they didn't even, uh, or maybe they did a little bit, but I don't, they didn't use like the, the same score. And like, and so the music thing was a big like uh, part of it for me. So even like when, 
like new and Trinity finally get together, finally kiss, whatever that is. Um, it, it's just, it's supposed to be this huge epic scene. They don't even use the same like um, overture that they did in the other ones, which I thought would have added to like the feeling and vibes of the old movie. Instead, it like, I just fell short in that aspect of where they could have used the music from the old ones um, to like really hype out different scenes um, since they already had so much similarities going on anyways. I don't know. That's where I, uh, just one of my critiques on the movie, I guess. But otherwise, I agree with a lot of the things you said. A lot of things did fall short. Um, I did appreciate the main villain, I guess, in this one. I, I didn't. Yeah, that, that was coming. fun. That was yeah, fun. That was fun. No spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, there will be when we talk about the Mandalorian. So, Ooh. are you gonna finish this sucker or what? Because I don't know. I I started watching what did I start watching something else. That's not the Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Go the on. worst. Well, I mean, the end of the second season. Right. So this big battle on the ship. Grogu is like, you know, he's locked up in a cell and a familiar spaceship lands on the star cruiser. And there's an epic battle. And then Grogu is taken away. <gasps> Who takes him? Luke Skywalker. No. Anakin Skywalker. No. Boba Fett. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. No. The clone of Obi Wan. <laughs> Luke Skywalker comes and gets them. They go away. You're being silly. Yeah. Django shows up. Django. He's, it's just a animatronic head but his body is all there <laughs> he comes he takes off his head and he's he's Django unchained <laughs> <laughs> oh what a sweet like crossover cameo for Jamie yeah, right. Foxx <laughs> that'd be awesome if like Tarantino did like one episode of a Star Wars series uh, be, like... wasn't was there talk of that or am I thinking oh Zack Snyder is what I was thinking oh. never mind I right. would watch a Tarantino Star Wars. That would be very Yeah, cool. he could do like the Tales from Jabba's Palace or something. Yeah. I think it was on Armchair that uh, I think he had Tarantino on there and they were talking about how he wanted to do uh, Tarantino wanted to redo Rambo and he wanted Kylo Ren to be Rambo, but he wanted to be, do it more like kind of per the book, um, which I was like, uh, yeah, I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Hell yeah. All right, should we wrap this up? Uh, yes, but the last thing I will give two cents on, cause I was looking at the very bottom here of things that I had missed, but I had, so I've watched Nightmare Alley now, Last Night in Soho, Matrix, um, but Ghostbusters Afterlife, did you guys catch that yet? No, I've been, no. it's on my list. Uh, very enjoyable. It's just like, it is what it is, yeah, but it's very nostalgic of the first, uh, of like, you know, Ghostbusters one and two. Um, it doesn't really talk about. Excuse me. It doesn't really talk about the Melissa McCartney uh, Ghostbusters or anything like that. It just kind of takes place after Ghostbusters. That might two, be, as far uh, as I'm concerned. God, I should bring Lorenzo to that. It was a lot of fun. It's yeah. like it um, in the first 
in the first like five or like four or five minutes of the movie, like the way they open it up and before they, you know, show the Ghostbuster sign. Like if that was the trailer, like they did that IMAX style, kind of like how they always do um, Nolan movies yeah. nowadays. Like they just showed the first five minutes of this movie as the clip and left it alone. No trailer, no nothing after that. It, I think it would have done and no pandemic, obviously <laughs> it would have done epic. I think it would have done really, really well. Oh, um, it, it's, it was cool. a lot of fun. That's Paul Rudd, right? Uh, correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, anything he's in is gold. So I'm in. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe I'll, yeah, I took, uh, my oldest to Spider-Man last weekend and he loved it. No, he, we were, that- we were just watching, we just watched like the Narnia, um, series and he really liked that. He, he was saying, he's like, this would have been really cool to see in the movie theater. I'm like, yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> No, yeah, that's so. awesome. I yeah, if Ghostbusters is playing, I think it'd definitely be worth it. I was looking to see who plays like the Slimer type character, like as everything is uh, motion captioned these days. And it was uh, God, I forget his name. The guy that plays Olaf in Frozen, Josh Gad. Uh, oh, I guess did the facial expressions for the ghost. Which I thought Chad's was favorite. I have an unrealistic hatred for him. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, womp womp! I oh, just. Womp. <laughs> Sorry, little buddy. You're not going to the theater anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chad, anytime I see Josh Gad in anything, I think of you. I just want oh, you to know man. that. That's if it makes cute. you feel better, like you don't know it's Josh Gad. Like I had to look it up. It wasn't okay. like, I know this voice. Right. Like I have no clue. You don't even understand the ghost. <laughs> I'm afraid of no ghost. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Movie Time Machine, where we don't talk about a movie. We talk about movies that we watched in the year 2021. And some series too. Uh, I got. I didn't talk about video games. We could do that next time. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.